Welcome back, healthy people, to On Call with Dr. Randy. Good to see you again. Wow, your blood pressure looks better than it did last time. I'm so proud of you. And you lost some weight? Woo! Great job. Great job. Wait, wait. I'm not in the clinic. I, man, I'm acting like y'all are patients. Uh, let me get in podcast mode. Let me get in podcast mode. So um, welcome back, healthy people, to On Call with Dr. Randy. Let's get rolling. In today's HPI, aka Healthy People Information, I'm going to continue the discussion on lipids. Last week, I provided you all information on the different types of lipids found in your body, including total cholesterol, HDL. And for those who listened last week, what is your HDL? Your HDL is your good cholesterol. LDL, which is your bad cholesterol. Good job if you say bad cholesterol and your triglycerides. So those are the items that I mentioned last week as far as your lipids and defining those. This week, I'm going to discuss the things that you can do to improve these levels. It's real simple, but we're going to keep it a secret between you and I. So since it's a secret, I'm going to have to whisper because you know that's what we do with secrets. We whisper them. You see when people are real quiet in the office and they're standing in the corner whispering something real quiet, you know it's real important or it's gossip, but this is real important. So come a little closer so you can hear me. Just a little closer, a little closer. Okay, that's, that's too close, six feet, six feet. COVID numbers are going up, so I need you to stay six feet away from me. But are you ready? The secret is diet and exercise. Yes, diet and exercise. It's that simple. If you're trying to control these things without medication, just eat right and exercise. One way to improve your cholesterol levels is to decrease your fat intake. No more than 25 to 35% of your daily calorie intake should come from fats. So if you're eating a 2000 calorie diet, you should not eat more than 78 grams of fat in a day. Just to keep it simple, we'll round up to 80, so no more than 80 grams of fat in a day. The type of fat content you eat always plays a major role. You want to stay away from trans and saturated fats. These can raise your LDL, which if you remember is your bad cholesterol. Saturated and trans fat is found in some meat, fried foods, processed foods, and dairy products. So make sure to move these unhealthy items out of your kitchen. Get it moved because of the bad dairy products. (laughs) All right, so let's keep it moving. Another way to decrease your cholesterol is to decrease your intake of foods high in cholesterol. So if you don't put high cholesterol content in your body, you won't have high cholesterol content in your body. (laughs) It's fairly simple. These include fatty meats, dairy products, shrimp, and egg yolks. Increasing your fiber intake helps to decrease the absorption of cholesterol in your gut. Fiber can be found in many items, including oatmeal, apples, bananas, oranges, and beans. Beans including kidney beans, Black eyed peas and navy beans. Thank you for your service, navy beans. What's your favorite oatmeal, by the way? Mine is maple brown and sugar. I like to mix it with the uh, cinnamon and spice uh, oatmeal. 
My daddy likes to do the uh, maple rind and sugar with the raisin date and walnuts. So that's where I get that mixing from. Speaking of nuts, adding certain nuts and chickpeas can also improve your cholesterol. Lastly, eating a diet rich in fatty fish can lower your LDL. These fish include salmon, mackerel, and tuna. In the show description, I'll provide a link to these diet tips so you can read more about them. I know I didn't name everything that can lower your cholesterol and your LDL, but the time is limited here. We gotta keep it moving. But vigorous exercise three to four times a week can also improve your cholesterol, so don't forget to exercise. Notice I said vigorous exercise. Do something that gets your heart rate pumping. I know a lot of people just go out there and do walks, but I need you to do some vigorous exercise. By the end of your workout, I need you to have said, woo, at least three times. I need three, woo. That's when you know your exercising is vigorous. In the conclusion of this episode, I'll give you a brief summary of the primary medication that we use to decrease cholesterol levels in case diet and exercise doesn't work. So let's get into the second part of the interview with Stefan Harris, owner of House of Vegans and Good Brothers Book Cafe. In the second part, we'll discuss his book cafe and of course, do Randy's random questions. Yes. This episode was done earlier in the year before the coffee shop opened, but now it's open. So you can go to his website and his IG page to see some of the stuff he talked about was gonna be in the cafe before it opened. So just hit the link in the show description, hit the link tree link for Stefan's company and you'll be able to see his book cafe store and also to get some of his coffee if you're not living in the Harrisburg area and you just wanna support. So hit the link in the show description. So let's get into the second part of the interview with Stefan Harris, owner of House of Vegans, and owner of Good Brothers Book Cafe. So let's talk about your uh, your new business venture. So you're opening up a book cafe now. This yes, sir. Is business number two. This is yes, sir. Good Brothers Book Cafe. So what inspired you to open this business? I always wanted to get in. I always wanted to get into coffee, but it really, really hit me after like kind of opening a restaurant. And then after, like I, I said all the time, after the George Floyd homicide, when when there was the outcry, like, oh, we need more black this, we need more black on that, we need to frequent our own black this, support black dollars here, and whatnot. And I'm like, man, what can I bring to my community after the restaurant is open? And if I see it successful, what can I do to energize my city again? What can I do to energize my my community? Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, a coffee shop. I talked to a few friends, and they're like, man, that'd be cold. Oh, man, a coffee shop, black-owned coffee shop, that'd be nice. So it was just a thought. It was really just a thought. Like, I was going to pursue that more like 2021, mm-hmm. 2022, like somewhere down the line, because I wanted House of Vegas to be more successful, and I wanted to push that more, like try to maybe get a second location with that before I jumped into coffee. Mm-hmm. But the cafe directly across the street from my restaurant the owners was moving out. They was taking their uh their their cafe bakery to another city, mm-hmm. like about about ten miles down the road. So I'm like, man, a cafe, an old cafe is open directly across the street from my vegan restaurant. I was like, is this a sign? Should I not take it, or will this present itself ever again? So 
I look at myself as an opportunist and an entrepreneur at, at the end of the day. So I was like, man, I, I got a few couple dollars to the side. Let me see if I can turn this into something. Let me see if I can do this now. And, 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 I, and I basically took a leap of faith. I talked to my fiance and she's like, you think you could do it? You think you could pull it off? I'm like, man, I think we can do it. I think we really could pull this off. So after consulting with her and things like that, I basically approached the landlord and was like, hey, uh, you got any tenants that want to take over there and things like that? He's like, no, you you actually like one of the first persons. They're like, the only person that talked to me wanted to buy the building. Mm-hmm. But he said they wanted to, he wanted to buy it straight from him. It's the Indian guy or something like that. He's like, I'm trying to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Me and my father bought it, blah, 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 blah. But he was like, uh, he's like, yeah, man, I, I like your idea, things like that. He's like, he's like, plus you already got a vibrant business directly across the street. He's like, I seen the lines. I seen you on the news. And things like that. He said, I actually just seen your news interview this past weekend. He's like, so I'm going to give you a chance. And I'm like, oh, thank you, man. So ever since then, it's basically been more so of like, I want to accomplish this. I want to chase this goal of mine and, and bring something back to the community that, that I think that we, we can use and need. And, and, I, and I believe in representation being very important. You know, and I and I also and like on my Facebook page and things like that, I preach a lot about ownership and and, and owning your own and trying to uh and entrepreneurship, just like yo, chase your dreams and and, and don't be scared to do things like that. So this was more so just like a, a goal of mine that just presented itself, and I and I just seized the moment. But mm-hmm. the outpour of love has been so so real and so so encouraging that uh. I was like, man, I really got to accomplish this. I really got to bring a good coffee shop to my city because it's just, it's just showing, it's getting shown too much love that I I can't fail now. But the the books came in because me and a a group of friends of mine started a book club. Mm -hmm. We started a book club back in like September, like late September, around the same time I was, I was talking to the landlord about the lease hit at, at the coffee shop. We started the book club. Uh, it's called Good Brothers Book Club. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where the name actually came from for the coffee shop. Because I was like, man, books, coffee. I don't know what the name is. Like I, I was like, I was gonna name it after one of my sons or something like that. Okay. But I was like, man, I got five of them. Like, which one would I name it after? Like, I don't. <laughs> four, four of them gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, man, which one do I name it after, or do I? Because all my son's name begins with a K. Okay. So I was like, do I name it K's Coffee Shop or mm-hmm. something like, oh, that's all of y'all. That's that, that, or Like they all K-H. My last name's Hawkins. All my sons have the same last name. So it was like K-H. Do I name it K-H Coffee Shop or something? I was trying to figure out something to give mm-hmm. it to them and let them know like, hey, your father was thinking of you. Hey, this is our legacy. Hey, this is something we can build upon. Hawkins Coffee Shop. And I was like, man, nah, this is something for the community. This is something more than me. This is uh, this is more of a like an inspiration and hope and an energizer for like young black men and black men in my city or or black people in general. Mm-hmm. But I was more so focused on like the youth because like the way this youth is right now, especially in our city and all major cities across the country, with the violence and gun violence and them just not caring. I feel I don't know if they don't got no hope for the future or or they just really really live in the moment right now, like. With, with this gun violence 
So I was like, man, I want to, I want to push literacy. That's what the book club was for. I want to push literacy. I want to push the importance of education because I took it for granted. I took it for granted. For granted. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I took it for granted. That's an advantage. I took yeah. it for granted. <laughs> I took it for granted when I was in school. I didn't have a, a, a role model, father figure, or nothing like that. Like, yo, education, get no books, go to college, and things like that. I was raised by a single mother, you know what I'm saying? Three kids in the household. So my mom was, my mom did the best she could. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I, like how they always say a woman can raise a boy, but she can't raise a man technically. Mm-hmm. So my mom did the best she could with us, but she didn't really push us in one way direction or the other. It was just like, live your life. Mm-hmm. So I, I basically, if I could show the youth, I could show anybody like, Hey man, like, you can accomplish things if you actually work for it, really hustle hard, mm-hmm. get out here, grind, and do things. Like, maybe somebody see my story and be like, man, I could do that too. Man, I can't, you know, because I'm not that old. I'm only, I just turned 31. Okay. So it's not like... And you already got two business ventures already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's really <laughs> right there. I mean, that's part of the reason why I kind of wanted to talk to you as well, like seeing your, your good business ventures that you have going on. Talk about like, how are you expanding from going from a dream to reality? A lot of people talk about things like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I've always wanted to do this. Or people talk to me like, I've thought about writing a book, but then it's like, how do you put that plan in motion? Like, what did you do? Honestly, I really just, I didn't ask for permission. I didn't wait for validation from, I, I did in a sense because I'm in the food industry. So I had to make sure like my food was good and things like that. So I can't say I didn't wait for validation, but I just basically, I just asked like, Hey, listen, give me a chance. Like I, I didn't go in there. I didn't, I didn't, how I want to say like, I didn't, I didn't, nobody funded me. I don't got no backers. I don't got no, no silver spoon. I don't owe grandmama 20 K if I make <laughs> it. This is literally me just, Hustling, saving up, and going to these people like, hey, this is my business plan. This is what I can do. This is what I think I can do. Take a gamble on me. Hmm. You know, like, if not, you're still getting paid at the end of the day anyway, and then you still have your space. So it's not like you're losing nothing. You're just basically, you wasted six months, or I, I wasted six months or a year of all our time, and then I flopped out, but at least I tried. Hmm. But it's more so like, finding the right paperwork because like I said, I was selling food at my house and I didn't even know it was illegal. Mm-hmm. And then one, and then once I, once I tried to open a brick and mortar, I didn't know you need this license. You needed this insurance. You needed to make sure all your, these taxes was paid. Then once I got employees, certain ages, discrimination and mm-hmm. things and this, like it was a lot of research that came into play after the fact, after I tried to jump into business of, uh, crossing my T's and dotting my I's because at the end of the day, everybody wants to get paid off of you. Mm-hmm. The government wants their cut. Yep. So it's it's more so of, of figuring out who needs to be paid so you can continue to make money. <laughs> because at, because you can't open a business unless you got insurance. Then you need to make sure you got workers' comp. You got, need to make sure you got unemployment. You need to make sure the city, state, County and the federal government all gets paid taxes. Mm-hmm. So, and then you need to make sure uh, you pay yourself. And that was another thing I didn't know. I was like, oh, I can dip into my bank account when I want. 
You know what I mean? If I needed five grand, I needed two grand. No, nah, I don't work like that. Mm-mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me. Yeah, I, I learned. Mm-hmm. I learned that. I learned that. But that 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 came through having a good accounting. I tell somebody that too. Make sure you have the right people around you. Like, no lie. Like I I, I put on a podcast. I had to fire my own siblings. Like, family doesn't mix with business because sometimes family don't see the vision you see. You right. see what I'm saying? They they just see you making it. Oh, my brother. Oh, my cousin, he out here getting it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I come to work when I want. You know what I mean? It's his business. I'll be chilling. No, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No lie. I had to fire, I had to fire three of my siblings and, and, and a niece. Mm. <laughs> and a nephew. And a nephew and a little cousin. Dang, he didn't you know find the whole family branch <laughs> over there. Like, yeah, listen, listen. <laughs> Cookout's gonna be real awkward when I walk in there. You know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> look at him. Yeah, look at two him. businesses <laughs> and his nice car just walking in. It was more so that, like, it, it it was understanding really the aspects of business because, like I said, I wasn't raised in a business-minded family. Like mm-hmm. my mom works for the state of Pennsylvania at, at, at our, we call it PennDOT, but other places call it the DMV. But uh, it's just Department of Transportation. But mm-hmm. my mom worked there the last 20 years of her life. You know what I'm saying? She went to work for somebody else for the last 20 years of her life. But it provided a roof over her children's head, provided clothes on our backs. And that's all she knew. And like I said, I, didn't, I, I wasn't raised around people that was like, hey, hey, young brother, you know, go to go to college, get your business degree, and, and start thinking about an entrepreneur and things like that, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, or go to school to be a doctor, you know, like you, uh, Dr. Randy, or mm-hmm. be a lawyer or stuff like that. I had nobody pushing me to do that. So this was all just like research, reading and research, reading and research, and then also trial and error, because like I said, I was doing things that I didn't even know I couldn't do, but luckily, pe- these because my business was already booming and thriving, these people just gave me a warning, like, hey, go get these papers. Hey, go do this. Hey, go do that before we fire you. Or, hey, go do this before we shut you down. Or And things of like that. Or before you can open, I need to see this, 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 this paper. Right. So it, it, it was more so like talking to people. But now since I've been open, I've been getting a lot of like advice from people that own businesses. I've been getting a lot of advice from people that have done things, that trial and error. But it was more so now I show them that I can be successful, that people reach out and want to actually work with me. Mm-hmm. Before that, I, I had to kick the door in and mm-hmm. be like, hey, I have something that I believe can work. Watch me make it work. And then I had to make people believe like, yo, who is this guy? Who, who who's Stephon Hawkins? Like, mm-hmm. why, what is what is he doing that I couldn't do? What is he doing that I don't see nobody else doing? And, and, and so it, it, it I, I really, there's no blueprint for this. Like right. I, I can come back to that. It's no blueprint that says, do this, do this, do this, and you'll be successful. It's more so like, yo, try this, try this. And if it works, keep going, keep going. And, and, and just make sure you got all your paperwork in line. Make sure everybody's getting paid that needs to get paid and, and, and that you're paying your employees the fair wage, you're paying yourself and all your taxes is done. Like that was more so it, but, a lot of times, like, I noticed in my city a lot, all these people want to be clothing designers. Everybody wants the latest outfit. Nobody's, like, entered the food industry like me. Mm-hmm. Nobody's, like, because it, it takes a lot of capital. Don't get me wrong, though. I, I yeah. work three jobs. Yeah, I, I work three jobs to save up for this. And then, like, it, I'm almost a, a few few grand in the hole for the cafe. And it's 
it's not even open yet. That's what's, why I'm like, what's, Yo, the, stay what's the three jobs that you had to like save up? Like, oh, I, I did. Well, I worked full time. I worked full time at Pepsi. I'm a mm-hmm. Pepsi truck driver. I actually, I actually was a, a Pepsi merchandiser. But once my fiance, who was my girlfriend at the time, uh, got pregnant, you know, I, I proposed and everything like that. And then I uh, basically went and got my CDL to try to bring in more income. And I was like, that pay, That basically paid for like the Atlanta trip and the inspiration. But then also did security at a strip club. Okay. I had, I had, yeah, I did security at a little gentleman's club. Okay. They, didn't get, they didn't get fully nude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to them. You know, like they they sent you. But uh, and then I also delivered pieces for Domino's. Okay. And then I sold and then I sold my food out my back door to generate the buzz and everything for the restaurant that could come. So, so ladies and gentlemen, just... y'all are listening to a hustler <laughs> right here. There are no yeah. to make it happen. He's doing yeah. everything from working at Pepsi to delivering pizza. So being a security guard, like at the strip club, like there's no excuses to not make stuff happen. Like yeah. that just serves as an inspiration. What's gonna be the vibe of the coffee shop? I don't know, man. Like you, you gotta see the inside. Like I got I got pictures from Nipsey Hussle to Beyonce to <laughs> Mike Tyson to uh inspirational quotes, but I think it'd be more like a intellectual calm. I don't know, cultural vibe, because I, I got pictures from like all from the 60s all the way up now. Like I'm decorating my bathroom now. All right, my my bat my bathroom, like the men's bathroom is gonna have famous men writers like uh James Baldwin, Langston Hughes, black men, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh James Baldwin, Langston Hughes. That's the two I got in there so far. W E B the boys. And then the, like the women's bathroom be like uh Tony Morrison, Maya Angelo. Terry Woods or, or or women of of those calibers, like just just like so when a woman walk in there or something like that, they be like, oh okay okay, and then like out here I got like I said I got Beyonce, I got Martin Lawrence, I got Mike Tyson, okay. I got you got the whole yeah, culture got, on the wall over there. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's basically like cultural vibes, and then mm-hmm. you know Black Lives Matter. But then I, I got books from like all over. Like I got I'm trying to I'm trying to basically inspire. Like when you walk in here, you know you in a black industry. I mean I say mm-hmm. industry, you're in a black establishment. You know, mm-hmm. there's no faking it. Like uh, I'm unapologetic about it, and basically the music's going to be playing all. You know, and, and I want I basically want people to like, yo, we can do this. We can accomplish things. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm I, as much as I'm, I love hearing, oh, I'm the first black vegan restaurant in my city. I'm the first black coffee shop. I want it to be so like, oh man, there's another black coffee or there's another coffee shop opening down mm-hmm. the street. You know, mm-hmm. oh, they happen to just be black. You know, I don't want it to be, you know, like, I don't want it to be, like, a phenomenon, like, oh, man, the the first black this, the first black that, or, oh, man, another black. I just want it to be, like, a common occurrence. Like, yo, business is popping up, and they just happen to be African-American. Right. And, and, it's, and it's just part of the new culture and the wave. And, and if I can start it or help keep it going, because we do have black businesses here. I'm not going to act like I'm the only one here. But... We don't have nothing that's like impactful. Like everybody got a soul food spot. You know what I mean? Every, every city got a barbershop, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Every city got a black club or something like that. But mm-hmm. it's like coffee shop, bookstores, uh, vegan restaurants, stuff like that. Like the, the changing waves and we need to see more of in, in, in this little 55,000 city. 
Right, right. So what kind of things y'all going to be selling there? What's what's the coffee going to be like? I, I think you're getting it roasted in Africa. Oh, yeah. Getting it <laughs> yeah, from nah, Wakanda and from Egypt and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well my, uh, all my beans are African origin. That's I made sure that all my beans are mostly African origin, but my roasters are in Cali. My, my roasters are in Cali, and I, I basically branded and marketed my own coffee company. And I'm working with some roasters. Basically, they roast the beans. I take the beans. I buy the beans from them, already roasted. And then I bag it, sell it as my own called Fifth Acres Coffee. Okay. It's basically a, a, a play on my city and where I grew up at. Mm-hmm. My city, the south side, the south side of my city is called South Acres. So that's where the acres come at. And I grew up in the north side of my city, which is called Uptown on Fifth Street. So I was like, man, how can I combine the two parts of my city that raised me, that shaped me? And that made me the man I am today. And I was like, man, fifth acres, 40 acres in a mule, mm-hmm. something like that. And I was like, man, I'll, I wanted to name my company 40 acres, but there's a 40 acres in Texas or something like that. Like I Google mm-hmm. names before I jumped out there. Mm-hmm. So I, then I was like, man, fifth acres would be nice. So I went with that. So it'd be coffee that my own brand is. Can people buy your coffee? Let's just say me living in Atlanta. Will I be able to like go online? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I actually have a website up. It's called Fifth Acres Coffee Co. Okay. Okay. And and I actually got to take off the. Uh, it's on a restriction right now because I was I was putting up more pictures and everything like that. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was putting up more pictures for uh for the website. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but you could go on there right now. I think I was going to take it off this weekend, but I wanted to take it off. I wanted to take off the uh, restriction password closer to the opening of the cafe. Mm-hmm. But I let like 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 with the vegan restaurant, I let people try try the coffee, like family, friends, or people that I didn't know. And I've been getting such a good feedback on the coffee. The roasters I got in Cali are doing such a phenomenal job that I'm I'm glad I picked good roasters. That I'm like, man, I could just let this website just thrive on its own. Let people get a taste of the coffee before the mm-hmm. cafe opens up. You know, also you know, try to try to bring in an extra form of income for myself right. for my family. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so it's just more so like, yo, let everybody get a t- taste of the coffee, let them get a feel for it, mm-hmm. so that when the cafe opens, you know, it's, I'm second nature to Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, any mm-hmm. other coffee shop. But I'm gonna have smoothies, smoothies, food, and then also the books. You know, the main the main thing and the focal point will definitely be the books, like pushing pushing literacy, education, and, and, and trying to get people out here reading again. Okay, cool. I'm definitely gonna send you my book to be sold. In okay. There. Yeah, I, I <laughs> definitely. Got, I got the paperwork, so okay. I'm gonna send that back to you so we can knock that out. Y'all make sure y'all go get my book too. A yeah, definitely on Amazon. But I definitely want people over there in Harrisburg reading my book. So, what's the name of your website again, so people can go to it? acrescoffeeco.com okay. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the restriction off, but by the time you know this airs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be up and running. Hopefully the cafe be open too at that time. But man, listen, man, I just I just want I just want to be successful. You know, like any any business person, any person, mm-hmm. entrepreneur that just want to be successful and everything like that. So right. any last words you want to leave for the people? Yeah, man, like don't be scared to to try. Don't be scared to 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 jump out there and, and, and see if your business ideas can work. Because mm-hmm. I, I bust my butt to get to where I'm at now, and I'm doing podcasts 
and uh-huh. news magazines and things like that. And, it, and it's been positive. But make sure it's innovative, it's energizing, it's something new that can catch the attention because uh, promoting branding and marketing, as much as they don't, people don't know, it, it's very crucial to get in the customer base that you want. And also basically understand your customers, understand who who frequents you, who's going to buy from you and, and, and market to them the best that you can be. And, and just take that chance, you know? Right. You can't you, you can't be successful without trying. You know, I'd rather be 50 and failed at, at trying something than 50 and say I never did it. Right, right. So, so. That's, that's good words of wisdom right there. So y'all make sure y'all go check out his website. You can order some of his coffee, even if you don't live in Harrisburg. You can yes, it will be shipped directly to you. Yeah, so you can buy his coffee. I'm sure he may have like some products. He has a nice t-shirt on for branding purposes as well. Yeah. <laughs> he got them skews up over there. So he's selling a whole bunch yeah. of things. So even though you may not end up in Harrisburg as far as people listening to this podcast, but you can still support from a distance. I know one of my friends, she was interested in just buying some of your coffee already. Like I already told her about you who I was interviewing. Oh, and, uh, okay. Like she's like, man, I got to find a way to buy some of his coffee. So People can oh, yeah, yeah. still support you from, from a distance. So we're going to bring okay. Stefan back for Randy's random questions, and we're going to wrap up this interview. So we're bringing Stefan back for Randy's random questions. Are you ready? Of course. I'm always ready. All right. So question number one, you have to prepare one of your special vegan meals for one celebrity, okay. who would it be? Rihanna. Rihanna. Okay. Okay. Rihanna. That was Rihanna. A, why, why Rihanna? I don't know. It's just that first. It was her Beyonce. So. Okay. 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 Yeah. So Rihanna and that special accent that she got. That's who you who you want to cook. Yeah. For. Yeah. 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 I got cooked for Rihanna, man. I don't okay. know why. What you making for? Oh, a slap burger. That's it. <laughs> Slap burger. That's it. That always gets everybody. That's the that's the staple of the restaurant. So I'm gonna just okay. give her slap you know burger with the, with the special slap sauce on there. Yeah, that's it, man. You know, like nothing, nothing too fancy. She don't have everything in the world, so I ain't mm-hmm. going. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit her with something she didn't expect. Cause you know, people gonna think you got wine and dine. I'm gonna just like here's some burger and some fries. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Treat you like a regular. You know what I mean? What Drake say? Might got a Grammy, but she, you know what I'm saying? She a nominee to me. <laughs> right, right. Hey, so Rihanna's still slapping. Rihanna's still Yeah, I love. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, all right, we got the first two questions out the way. Question number three. Who is the best musical artist from Philadelphia? The best musical artist from Philadelphia. Yeah, or you can pick a group because I know the roots are from there too. So you... Yeah. You got, uh, you got to pick one. I'm going to say... One musical artist to come perform at your wedding. Who you from Philly? Boys the Man. Boys the Man. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said okay. the wedding. Once you said the wedding, I'm going to get Boys the Man. But if okay. you just said like artists, mm-hmm. I'd probably say like Will Smith or Meek Mills or something okay. like that. Okay. So, I didn't think yeah. about Big Willie. I didn't know if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Jill Scott <laughs> over there singing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Jill Scott, Music Soul Child. Like it, mm-hmm. it was a lot. Like I could have I could have picked a lot from the Neo Soul era. Like that was my era I grew up in. Right. So I could have got Jill Scott, Music Soul Child. But once you said what in, I'm gonna get old school boys to men to sing something. Probably okay. for me. So. You're doing the uh boys to men dance at your wedding, hopping over your foot and 
Motown Philly back at it again. Nah, I ain't gonna be doing all that, man. I was like five when they was uh, at the height of their career, so. Okay, okay. (laughs) Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna just two-step it on out to the dance floor. (laughs) All right. You got five boys. Which one acts like you? Which one has your personality the most? I would say my third son, Hmm. my middle child, he acts more like me than anything. Mm-hmm. Like his whole mannerisms, his look, his laugh, mm-hmm. everything. Plus, I think he takes to me more. So he he tries to emulate me the best. Okay. Like, yeah, like my walk, my my when I see somebody, I shake their hand and hot talk. He he tries to do it all. Like he tries to shake people's hand like me and mm-hmm. and, and introduce himself like me and everything. So I say my third son. But my last son, the baby, he'll be one tomorrow, actually. Okay. He'll be, yeah, he'll be one. But already, he he, he makes all my facial expressions. <laughs> he's going to be just like me. I'm telling you, he's going he's gonna to scare me the most. Because okay. I'll be like, boy, you're going to get out my face. You're going to act <laughs> just like me. <laughs> so I say, I say the third one and the last one. What's your third one name? Kyer. Shout yeah. all your five boys out so they so they yeah, won't yeah. get jealous in the future if they watch. <laughs> yeah, they right. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all my sons, Kingston, Kymer, Kyer, Kyrie, and Kior. So Okay, okay. Shout out to yeah, all it's, five. It's real, it's real ethic over here, you know? Okay, okay. Black everything. We, we're gonna have Black to, everything. We're going to have to get you to slip in the girl every now, one time. No, I'm snipped. I'm good. Snip? Ah, oh, you been tapped out of the game. <laughs> I, what? It ah, uh, I tapped out when she t- <laughs> when she told me she was pregnant. I said, "Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's over." <laughs> you That's known, all she get out of me. You should have known, Doctor Randy, back then. You would have hit me up like, "Hey, bro, time for me to get out." Yeah. The game. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, I'd have man, I'd have called you immediately as soon as she <laughs> told me she was pregnant. I was planning it, so so yeah, speak- nothing to worry about. So speaking of your fiance, who said I love yes. you first? She did. That's she did. we joke about. Yeah, we joke about that actually because it was like we were still actually just kicking it dating, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, yo, I'm gonna talk to you later." Because she she brought me some food to to my to my job at at the security job. Mm-hmm. I was like, right, "I'm gonna talk to you later." She like, right, "I'm gonna talk to you later." Love you. I said, "What? What?" <laughs> she said, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe I said that." And I was like, oh, you love a dude already. Like, it only been like three weeks. Oh, oh man. Uh, it's like, oh, don't, don't. She's like, oh, don't, don't stop talking to me. Did I scare you? Don't break up with me. Da, da, da. I was like, nah, you good. You good. She's like, no, because if you would have said that to me, I'd have been scared. Like, oh, he moving too fast or something like that. But here I am saying it. So that was like our little, that's always been our joke the last two years, man. Like, her saying she loved me all first after like being talking for like a month or nah, something man. like that. So. Your love you know? must have been slapping. She was like, hey. like man, really? Hey, man. She dropping yeah, food I, at work? And she yeah. telling you she love you? Man. Hey, listen, man. Five kids. I ain't got five kids because I'm cute, man. You know? <laughs> Talk your stuff, bro. Talk your stuff. Hey, that's what I'm saying, you know? I ain't got five kids because I'm cute. Like, oh, you know? Man. So something must be doing something right. Good, good. All right. We're going to let you off the hot seat. You answered all the questions for Randy's random question. We're going to make sure that everybody comes and visit your website. You can shout out your website one more time if you want to for the people so they can get some of your coffee. FitBakersCoffeeCo.com. Okay. I'll take the restriction off now since I put the pictures up already and everybody can go shopping. 
and it'd be available to anybody in the United States and United Kingdom. So okay, okay, worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got worldwide delivery on it. You know, uh, Shopify helps out with all of that stuff. Who I went and got my website through. So it's, I'm trying to make something happen, man. I'm trying to do something, you know, for my family, for myself, community, be inspirational. Like all I keep right. saying, like I don't do this just for me. Yeah, we believe in you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Man, let me know what the A hitting for, man, and them doctor visits. <laughs> right. I will do uh, it. We'll yeah. get you next. All right, man. Thank all you right. for having me on. Man, Stefan is a hustler. I re-listened to this part of this episode before I recorded this end segment and I got inspired. I thought I was doing a lot in being successful, but I have a ways to go to get to his level. Shoot, I don't even have family member employees to fire. What about me? I can't fire you inner voice. You are me. I can't fire myself. I run this. I'm the CEO. We're the CEO. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Carry on, carry on. So let's wrap up this conversation on lipids. One thing I failed to mention in part one is how you can raise your HDL, which is your good cholesterol. Repetition, just wanna beat it into your head. HDL is your good cholesterol. The ways that you can increase your HDL, go back to diet and exercise. Vigorous exercise, as I mentioned earlier, can raise your HDL. If you're a smoker, stop smoking. It will help to raise your HDL as well and improve your lung function. Some of the damage that you've done to your lungs by smoking can be reversed if you stop smoking. So somebody's out there smoking a lot of hookah. Chill out on the hookah. Finally, moderate alcohol usage can raise your HDL. Moderate alcohol use for healthy adults is one drink a day for women of all ages and men older than 65 and two drinks a day for men younger than 65. So once again, moderate alcohol use for healthy adults, keyword healthy adults, is one drink a day for women of all ages and men older than 65 and two drinks a day for men younger than 65. Lastly, as mentioned before, there is a medication that can lower your total cholesterol, LDL, and slightly elevate your HDL. These drugs are called statins. Statins work by stopping an enzyme in your liver from making cholesterol and by helping produce a receptor that is made by the liver that helps remove LDL from your bloodstream. This is a fairly common medication. I give these drugs to a lot of my patients who need them. Drugs that are statins include atorvastatin, also known as Lipitor, and rosuvastatin, also known as Zocor. Common side effects of these medications include muscle aches, nausea, upset stomach, increased liver enzymes, and headaches. Well, that doesn't sound like a medication that I want to take, Dr. Randy. All right, I know it sounds bad, but almost every medication has side effect. Please remember that. Almost every medication has side effect. That's why you need to have regular follow-ups with your primary care doctor and discuss if you're starting to have these symptoms. 
So having regular follow-up with either your primary doctor or whoever is prescribing you this medication. For example, if you're seeing a cardiologist, making sure to follow up with that heart specialist and talk to them about if you're starting to have some of these symptoms. Also, you wanna make sure you get your yearly physical and have your blood work done so you can make sure that your liver is okay if you're on this medication. You have to let us know if something happens so we can make adjustments or try you on something else if needed. That's why I always have patients come back in to see me for regular follow-up so I can make sure nothing pops up. I hope that information helps to ease some of your concerns about possibly being on statin medications in the future if you need to be on them. Once again, thanks for listening. Be sure to rate, like, and share with others. Mom, thanks for listening. If you're listening to this episode, thank you to my top three states for listening, Texas, Georgia, and California. Big shout out to my international listeners as well in Colombia, Canada, and France. I don't know who's listening to me in Colombia, but thank you. I appreciate it. Send me an email so I can give you a personal shout out on one of my episodes. Just don't put a virus in the email. I've been vaccinated, but I don't know if that works against emails as well, too. Follow me on social media at underscore Dr. Randy and always stay healthy physically and mentally. Still waiting for somebody to send me a screenshot of their positive comments so I can send them a free book. You can still do that. Send me a message on IG. And we made it to 25 episodes, y'all. Woo! 25 episodes. We pushing through. It's almost time to retire. We're going to leave on top. But not right now. So see y'all next week.